Hi, welcome to the Penis Project podcast. This is the place to come to find out everything you've always wanted to know about men's health but were too embarrassed to ask. Join physiotherapist Dr. Joe Milios and sexologist nurse practitioner Melissa Hadley-Barrett as they talk to real men and the experts about men's private parts. Have a burning question you really want to know the answer to? Please subscribe to our website at thepenisproject.org and just ask us. Last Christmas, I gave you monotone. Then the very next day, you give them away. But this year, I took my figure, and you don't keep going yet. Last Christmas, I gave you monotone. The Penis Project podcast is proudly supported and sponsored by Prost, Exercise for Prostate Cancer, and the RS Health penile rehabilitation program. PROST is a not-for-profit charity set up by myself in 2012 that aims to help men exercise during their experience with prostate cancer. If you want to know anything more about PROST, including our online service and USB product now available, please just go to prost.com.au. Hi, I'm Melissa Hadley-Barrett and I designed the penile rehabilitation program to help men recover from prostate cancer. It's an online program built on decades worth of knowledge and experience and practice. It's the only one of its kind in the world and it actually works. So if you've been diagnosed with prostate cancer and want to get your penis working again as quickly as possible, and why wouldn't you, then visit penilerehabilitationprogram.com and you'll be off and running. And it only takes about 15 minutes a day. All the best with your recovery, which I promise will never be as bad as you think. Cause if you tell me it's fresh, I don't believe it again. Last Christmas, I give you a Welcome to the Penis Project podcast. Today is going to be our Christmas episode. So Merry Christmas, everyone. And Christmas is in just a few days' time. So today it's the 21st of December and we'll be... Christmas before the following Wednesday when our next podcast comes out. So Merry Christmas. And Joe and I just thought we would tell you all what our highlights of this year were and what's planned for next year. So Joe, what was your highlight of 2022? Oh Melissa, my highlight is sitting here with you. <laughs> Especially today because we've had a very, very busy few months. You've yes. had a couple of your stuff um unwell. So you've had to step up your clinical work. I've been doing renovations at my physio practice and we just haven't actually been able to um, sit in the same booth, podcast booth no. to record. So I've missed a little bit of our own um, face-to-face contact. So that was my highlight of 2022 to sit with <laughs> you today for our Christmas off. Um, <clears throat> I reckon 2022 has been an interesting year of um, kind of in two halves, actually. In Perth, Western Australia, we basically had no... Um, interaction with the rest of the world for two and a half years and Mm. then in March we opened back up again and everyone kind of started telling stories and life got quite exciting but there was a period of time there was a bit of a lull time where it was all a bit boring and I used to spend a lot of time doing word puzzles (laughs) (laughs) and uh, my daughter and I would have we'd play wordle, birdle, octurdle, quadurdle and we would just try and entertain each other. Really? So I'm fantasising about being bored, but anyway. Okay, no, this was the first first four or five months of the year. Okay. And then along came um, the opportunities to travel again. Have mm-hmm. you done any travelling in the last 
six months have you been anywhere? I have. I've been to Noosa to visit my daughter and I also went to Sydney to speak at the Australian Nurse Practitioner Conference. Oh, yeah. That must have been pretty awesome to be back on a plane travelling across the... It was weird. It was very weird actually to go on a plane, but, yeah, it was good. And I managed to get up to Broome twice. Yeah. I went for a yoga retreat. And then I went back to complete the yoga treat because I got a little bit of septicemia in the middle of it. Yes, <laughs> so that's right. That was a nice hospital stay and um, not my so much fun. biggest downside I had this year was getting COVID and I got wiped off my feet for two weeks, but that seems to have passed now, yeah. so that's good. You also entered a bike ride, didn't you, with the Prostate Cancer Help? Oh, of course. That was a massive highlight and I'm proud to say that we actually, our team did the 66Ks of the Tour de Gracetown despite the fact that many of our listeners were very dodgy on the fact that we'd listen. Apparently there was a wager that my team, the restorative sexual health team, would not complete. Really? Yep. But why, why no Why no faith? They didn't believe that we would complete it because we didn't do very much training, <laughs> but we did. We completed it and we were very, very happy about that. And next year we're going to do it again, but next year we are going to be a little bit fitter so hopefully it won't be quite so difficult well if anyone had seen you year a year ago mm-hmm. compared to now that would beg to do now because you look trim taut and terrific melissa <laughs> you look fitter than i've ever known you so this is she's basically saying i was a fat ass last i was saying year. you look like a christmas pudding but <laughs> this year she looks like a panettone <laughs> so yep so next year i have a newfound love for a bike which i can't believe i'm saying because i've never liked bike riding but i'm actually quite enjoying it yeah. now so yeah. yep so Kendall, Elle, myself, Kelly, um, and Kate, who are all part of Restorative Sexual Health, we all did the tour to Gracetown and we're doing it next year. And also Phil, one of our lovely patients, did it with us as well. And my husband, Murray, always suffering to do whatever he has to for the cause. Um, I think bike riding was easier than trying various sex toys and penis pumps. So and we, were looking for a, uh, we were looking for a tandem electric bike for a while, but it just didn't seem to exist. No, I don't think. my pedal power was nowhere near. Uh, going to make it because <laughs> I'm going to rely on my COVID, my septicemia, and my scoliosis. Yeah, okay, that's a good excuse. So no, it was great fun the tour to Gracetown, and anyone who would like to join the restorative sexual health team last year, as long as you're brave enough. No, to, next year. Next year in 2023, <laughs> as long as you're brave enough to wear a shirt with a penis on it and a, vo- a vagina called Veronica, then oh, that's you're probably welcome why to I turn. Didn't make it. <laughs> But do you remember, it was all about raising money for an awareness for PCA help with yeah. Ken, Ken Bazant. That's right. Mm. I have to say, he's a legend of a man. We called him a giant um, of prostate cancer. And I last weekend got to do a little presentation for him at one of his seminar days. And I really have to take a big uh, kudos to that to that chap yet again because he got Ken to speak. He got a radiation mm. specialist to speak. You got a lovely man dressed as a crocodile to speak about clinical depression, and mm. then a, a really wonderful lady to talk about uh, her experience with breast cancer, and then her turning that into drag car racing. And then I did a little bit of a talk with episode um, Steve Sterling about his UCAN project. Great, and I did a little bit of conversational talk. So that that was wonderful because um, Ken Bazant does do these seminars, and he had about eighty or ninety. Attendee, so it was yeah, he probably does. the busiest one I've been to since COVID reopened, actually. Yeah. yeah, he does a lot for prostate cancer awareness, so that's great. 
So that was a good, it was, and my other big highlight of this year is that I was involved in being a peer reviewer for the guidelines for sexual health care for prostate cancer, and it was the international guidelines. So I was pretty chuffed to be invited to be one of those reviewers um, and their evidence-based guidelines. And if anyone wants to read them, there's a link on my website and the University of Michigan wrote them for November and they had people from all around the world giving that advice and reviewing those guidelines. And so now they're available for health professionals. So hopefully we might all be on the same page. Where were they published, Melissa? Um, they are published on the University of Michigan site and they're also published on the Movember site and they're also published on the PCFA website. Uh, so you can find them in all those places or there's a link on my website. So uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot as well, right at the beginning of the year, um, I had the opportunity to be a co-author with a wonderful young physiotherapist from South Africa. His mm -hmm. name is Pierre Rocher, and we actually did on a similar theme. He's designing a new screening assessment tool, the neglected sexual side effects following prostate cancer treatment. So Pierre was in the audience when I um, happened to be able to do a presentation called a Focus Symposium in 2017 in Cape Town, mm -hmm. and Pierre sat in the audience when I actually said, Long-term, men are more concerned about their sexual function than consonance function, but we don't ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. So he was sitting in the um, in the audience there and he decided he was going to do something about it. So he's now doing his PhD. He's moved from South Africa to Brisbane. Ah. But Pierre Rocher, a very big shout-out to you because you took things to the next level. We will also share that paper because that got published in a very prolific journal called Nature and it's really hard to get published in that journal. So that was a privilege um, to work with um, Pierre on that. And I'd also like to say that Pierre is at the Nelson Mandela University. Isn't is he? It? That's yeah. a cool name for a uni. Yeah. So that that that's awesome that both Melissa and I have had a chance to contribute to new research um, evolving. And what's this that you're showing me now? Well, no, I was just going to say there's a very exciting um, new book was brought out as well by Susan Chambers, who we interviewed last year on our website. Yeah. And she brought out a book this year called The Health Professional's Guide to Delivering Psychological Care for Men with Prostate Cancer, which she got me to contribute to the chapter on sexual health, which was great. But most importantly, she then ran these really great workshops for health professionals and Kendall and I both attended it and it was amazing. She had health professionals from all around Australia yeah. and yeah. she runs the best courses. So if anybody is listening who is a health professional and is looking for some upskilling, then I highly recommend any of the programs that Susan Chambers runs because and it's she's brilliant. Suzanne Chambers. And Suzanne Chambers actually developed something called the prostate distress thermometer about mm. 10, 12 years ago. And she adapted that from a pain questionnaire, I think. But it's a really good psychological quick test that clinicians can use. And we can even put the PDF of that into because that, yeah. that kind of changed things. Yeah. clinicians to be able to do a one very quick thing but also a big shout out to her husband professor jeff dunn who's um actually the ceo of the prostate cancer foundation of australia but he got elevated to a very high position i'm sorry i don't know the exact technical name but he's basically the president of the united world cancer confederation mm. and unfortunately he's had his own sickness this year so he hasn't been as um, available um in the face of it but despite his own treatment um he's been definitely available 24-7 as needed. So a big shout-out to both Suzanne and Jeff, who are a wonderful couple in Australia. Yeah, and I think honestly think that is one of the best 
education sessions I've ever been to. So I would highly recommend it. Yeah. It really great. And I actually was enrolled to do that, but unfortunately I had mucked up the time with the <laughs> Western Standard Time, Eastern Standard Time, and I was seeing patients at the time. But if Suzanne does it again, I'll hopefully enrol too. Yeah. So that was pretty much the highlights. And what have you got planned? We've got some exciting things to do together next year. We've got planned. We're going to keep recording podcasts. Yeah. Well, I'd just like to say that one of my um, highlights was to do the Yomo. Oh, yes. Yoga, uh, yoga for Movember again um, this year. And I partnered with Lululemon. And this time, Danichi Sim- Swimwear were a, a big um, contributor. Myrtle and Ivy uh, at a cafe in West Leadable and also the West um, Leadable Snap Fitness Group, who were just really awesome, along with the Subiaco Football Club, where they helped promote me and support me during the um, yoga for November session, which we want to have grow. So, yeah, it's been nice to dabble in everyday lifestyle and um, a little bit of yoga from my point of view. And yeah, a little bit of research as well as doing these podcasts. So yeah. Also, but you've got some really exciting thing, new role coming up next year. So tell us about that. Okay. Well, it is actually probably something that I never expected. But very recently, I was at the birthday of a friend who's got her own um, community radio station. It's called Pirate Eighty Eight Radio. It's representing Fremantle. It was her fortieth birthday, and she'd organised a uh, get together of a number of her friends at the Esplanade Hotel in Fremantle and I happened to just end up chatting to a guy who was on his own like me and I didn't realise but he was the physio for the West Coast Eagles an AFL team and we got a chatting together and he laughingly said Joe, we need you down at the West Coast Eagles and I retorted and said ah oh, that'll never happen because I'm a pure blood Fremantle <laughs> and I have purple blood and I was been an inaugural member since 1995 and anyway he gave me his card and the next day I woke up and I thought oh my god did I just turn out down an offer to maybe do men's health education physiotherapy support in an AFL team so I sent him a text and said actually his name's Chris Perkins Chris or he's fondly known as Tex actually do you mind if I do follow up with that send me an email what this might look like long story short I'm starting with West Coast Health as of Friday December the 6th so that's actually very, that's very exciting for like, someone who's a major football fan. Um, particularly as I'm a West Coast Eagles detractor normally because my dad is very passionate about the Eagles and uh, to, to turn teams is a big thing to do in football It's or any code actually. It's not the thing that you do. I've decided that I've got a foot in each camp though but I'll very happily work with the West Coast Eagles team and the West Coast um, Physiotherapy Organisation because they're really interested in education and educating the next generation of physios as well. So um, I'm thrilled. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm personally not a football fan, so it, um, but I get that people are really into it, so it is very exciting. Yeah, so um, onward and upward. And, and now I probably will have no patients come and visit me that I've just admitted I'm not really a footy fan. Uh, no, I think I've got, I think you've got a few special special um, ingredients that they sometimes need. So the other exciting thing that we're both doing together next year is we're pre- we've been invited to present at the Urological Society of Australia and New Zealand conference in New Zealand in March 2023, and we're doing a keynote presentation, aren't we, together? And then we're doing a few different workshops 
um, on our own for different yeah. um, like nurses some doctors and some physios yeah um, yeah so for a whole lot of people so that's going to be fun and it will be my first time out of Australia since the COVID thing so that's pretty exciting yeah mine too and my my last opportunity to do any teaching internationally was in Denver Colorado for the American Physiotherapy Association um, with a lady called Karina Saracusa who'd invited myself and colleague Jared Green and we had a wonderful time not realizing that just three weeks later Australia will be <laughs> shut down the next two and a half years so it is a wonderful opportunity and um, we do actually know we've got some good things happening in Perth West Australia in particular so it's quite a big thing for a physio and a nurse to be invited across mm. across the uh, what did they call it the Great White island or don't know and yeah. that actually that invitation has come about from all of you listeners because so many people listening to the penis project enabled the urologist over there one of the urologists to hear us and then tell the other people in prostate cancer about what we do so that all came about from listeners sharing the penis project so that's pretty exciting too and also we must credit jenny corbin who's the nurse behind yes that as well from linking up there was a lot of cross conversations mm. and Jenny flew to Perth in about 2015, observed our POS program and went and set it up in New Zealand. Mm. And so the nurses and the neurologists have always been talking mm. and patients talking and it's pretty good. And the physios have asked us to do a um, one or two day extra workshop at the completion of the conference. So we're looking into that just at the moment. So um who knows, Miss? It could be New York and, and London. <laughs> we hope. Um, who knows where, where we might go next? Uh, my personal preference would go to Israel because I did get asked to do that. And that was one that was cancelled during COVID. So, speaking of Israel, mm. I watched a very interesting documentary on SBS about sexologists in Israel. Wow. And Tali Rosenbaum. I can't remember what the name of them was, but it was very fascinating to me because sexologists in Israel actually get paid by the health system to physically interact with their patients, oh. which I'm very glad I'm not a sexologist in Israel, but it was quite a fascinating documentary. So, Well, Tali Rosenbaum is actually a physiotherapist that became very concerned about trauma in yeah. her women's health patients, and she decided not to be a physiotherapist anymore. Mm. She actually became a sexologist and uh, counsellor with all those qualifications and Tali is actually well renowned for her incredible work in women's health mm -hmm. but she actually thought it was very interesting in a conversation I had with her that um, we shouldn't really be doing a lot of internal testing without knowing the background mm -hmm. of anyone's trauma and and um, potential secular abuse or, or religious or cultural beliefs that might make having things like internal testing a, a fear mm. situation so she adds great depth to the physiotherapy profession but she's no longer a physio she specializes as mm. a counselor so but i was not not uh the personal interaction i was quite fascinated by this so anyway once a bit of interesting thing to watch have checked that out on sbs and perhaps we can move move now to um italy from israel to italy oh. and melissa and i had interaction with the patient today and he was a little bit concerned because he uh, had a little bit of a bruising episode with his penile injection, which is quite rare. But Melissa and I talked and the patient um, popped in between podcast recordings this afternoon. And Melissa made sure that everything was okay. And it was just a technique issue. And she demonstrated, you know, how to assist that, which was all really good training. But 
And he popped back with a panettone. Exactly. So that we then, Joe thought that she better find a Christmas panettone song, which she has done, which you will hear at the intro and outro of today's session. <laughs> so I think, anyway, 2023 is going to be another exciting and busy year. We've got lots and lots of, I've already got a calendar full of public talks to do. And I think it's going to be busy. I'm also excited because, as you all know from last year, Kendall started with me at the beginning of this year, and I've now also got Kate, another nurse practitioner who is a long-term friend of mine as well, and her specialty is pain. And so she is going to be working with women's health at Restorative Sexual Health and men as well in pelvic pain or any um, women's health issues. So she'll quite happily tell you that she doesn't do erectile dysfunction, but she does do pelvic pain for men and she does any women's issues whatsoever. So she is a great find for us and I'm really excited that she's going to be working and with I us. And I adore Kate. I've met Kate probably half a dozen times now. She's just, she's one of us. She's a sisterhood already, isn't she? Yeah, so she'll be great. That She started a couple of weeks ago and all the patients have given very positive um, feedback. You've, so been, that's you've exciting. interviewed Kate on the podcast, haven't you? Yeah, Kate and I actually, you've all met Kate. We interviewed um, a trying to find which episode the hypnotherapist, um, Geordie Thompson. We interviewed him on the podcast. Kate and I did that. So you will hear her speak there. Well, I'd also like to mention that we've had an amazing young man called Steve Sterling. He was the feature of episode 94 you introduced me mm. to him he'd been one of your patients yeah he's a great guy bowel cancer and it just so happens that he was doing a locum mm. that finished I needed a locum as a physiotherapist and three months later he's now working with me in my clinic and he's helping me develop the focal shockwave protocol because mm-hmm. he is very open about the fact that he's also had erectile dysfunction and Peyronie's disease and it's great compassion mm. um being a, a, a bloke himself and he happily educates the guys on what he's learned through his three-year experience being on the other side as both a medical person and a, and a patient. So the focal shockwave therapy is actually something I've um, not been able to really develop too much personally because I just haven't had the time because all of my diagnostic stuff and preparation for men with surgeries has taken precedence. But it's really a very positive and optimistic thing. So we might talk about that a little bit more next year too. Yeah. Possibly with she, Steve, it might be a great chance for him to share what his findings are. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because we've yeah. sent quite a lot of men off to have the shockwave this year and with some great results. So. Yeah, it's it's um I'm more and more confident. It's just a matter of timing. Mm. I don't think we should do it in the first um, three or four months. I'd mm. prefer also for my patients to have two PSA results that are clear to make sure the cancer is uh settled so i'm curious to see when we have um research come out what they chose as their timing because mm. i think they might have chosen too early and mm. you might need to have the nerves have a little bit more recovery time before we start um getting results that we can see and physically measure so i'm thinking patients will do best from six months plus post prostatectomy mm-hmm. um, for erectile dysfunction but it's also surprisingly helping consonance recovery and I did never expect that because there's no protocols for that, but mm-hmm. it's the same nerve that supplies the consonants, that supplies the sexual function, that supplies the pelvic floor and the bowel function. So it makes sense if we bombard that pudendal nerve, the nerve of the private parts, we would get some improvement mm-hmm. in consonants. And there's at least, I'd say, 25 patients now that have reported a simultaneous improvement in consonants control mm-hmm. at the same time as erectile function control. Really? So yeah. there's not even parameter for that. 
um, a protocol for that. But I am very happy to recommend people for that now. It's when it's delayed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And then probably my final little bit of information for anybody going into, actually two things, into 2023 is we're always looking for subjects. So this year we interviewed a guy about lymphedema and we didn't have never thought of that before until he emailed us and said it would be a subject. We interviewed him within three or four days. Yeah, so if anyone listening has any subject to do with penises that they think they'd like to know more about and then please tell us. And if you have a contact, we can interview. That's even better. But if not, tell us what the subject is and we will endeavour to find someone to interview because, you know, there's nothing like suggestions because we always need new suggestions. And on that note, episode 112 is called Anthony and Carla, Viva Las Vegas, part one. And we did a preparation rehab and I've actually yesterday recorded them and we're going to call it Viva Las Vegas part two and that'll be episode 113. Now, Carla is from Las Vegas, and that's why it's called Viva Las ah. Vegas. And her partner, Anthony, is from Perth. And they met actually through playing during COVID words with friends from really? one side of the world to the other. Long story short, they're now together. But Carla graciously offered yesterday in the middle of the podcast to say that, look, I think there's lots of women that would probably appreciate having someone recently go through it and answer questions. So we devised that she's going to have it set up an email address. It's going to be called Carla's Q&A and that once every couple of months, if she finds there's a list of questions that are common and that she's been asked, that she could actually potentially then come on to our podcast and answer the questions great. from a female point of view. That'd be fantastic. And that was her idea. That's a great and, idea. Um, she just said, you know, there's probably women all around the world, including myself, that might want to know how it is for the partner. Yeah, I think that's and I thought, well, fantastic. So Excellent idea. There's always a little seed being planted so that brings me then to um i a lot of you will know that last year i developed a program a program called penile rehabilitation for online for people who can't access us locally um and that's been going for a year now and i've also just got a new website which is www.melissahadleybarrett.com and that only talks about men's health um and there'll be a blog on there and i've also just finished writing an erectile dysfunction program, which we release soon. I'm you gonna, have been busy. I didn't even know about this. I'm going to do a pronies program, which I've half written, a premature ejaculation program, and I've got one in the pipeline for my partner's got prostate cancer. Ah, uh, PPPP. How can I help? Um, so that is awesome. So um, is this a, like a resource? Yeah. So it's just all resources. Can I see what you've done for there, I haven't done anything yet. I've half written it, but it's okay. coming soon. But if you go to Penal Rehab, they've all got a page with everything on them and all where they're about. Oh, good on you. And um, yeah, and I've got some blogs on there as well. So well, they're not up yet, but they should be. So go there. But yeah, there's going. MelissaHadleyBarrett.com is it? Yeah. Not are you just no dot com. just dot com and wow. I've also got an Instagram page which is that as well as my restorative sexual health. So the restorative sexual health one is got is men and women and about what happens in the clinic. And yeah. this one is just information. It's me heaps and heaps of information and books and stories on there. I don't know how you fit everything in. Maybe you because you don't have three children living at home anymore. No, they've all left and I'm lonely. You're at bored. Home. I just have a husband. Just so you yeah. just I was set up a whole new web website <laughs> yeah just got roger the resident penis yeah wow well good on you congratulations that looks so if anyone wants to check that out it's there so please give us some any ideas for next year that you want us to chat about and 
we'll look forward to hopefully entertaining you all again in 2023. I don't see where, how this, and we thought we might run out of ideas after a few, didn't we? Yeah. But, you know, even someone dropping in a panettone, it starts with P and then I find a panettone song. Yeah, that's right. Um, this is, we're a little bit silly, but so anything, anything can happen. <laughs> it's funny where life can take you. That's you right, if you let it. <laughs> so thank you all for listening and supporting us. We really appreciate it. And enjoy the Panettone song, which is an Italian song, and I'm actually going to have that as the intro song, but then we're going to leave you with a very famous Paul Kelly iconic song, Who's Going to Make the Gravy, which will be our outro song. So Merry Christmas, everyone. And we're having the week off between Christmas and New Year, and we'll be back the first week of January. All right. Happy, happy New Year time. That's all right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Hi, I'm Melissa and I hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. Just a reminder, if you've been diagnosed with prostate cancer, I've built a penile rehabilitation program just for you. It's an online program packed with information, exercises and advice along with proven strategies that will get your penis back in working order as quickly as possible in about 15 minutes a day. If you like the sound of that, then please head over to penilerehabilitationprogram.com and you can start straight away, or there's a link from the RS Health website. We would also love you to review and subscribe and share this podcast so we can help more men. Links to Instagram and Facebook are in the show notes. We look forward to seeing you there. So spread the word that help is available. All the best for now. Bye.
There's a man.